0: This is a Triple J podcast.
1: Hello, it is Pip with you here. Dee is still battling this cold. Oh my God, poor Chucky. I've ordered her to get to the doctors and take it easy. But you know what? She's really unwell when she doesn't fight me over it. And I was fully expecting to have like a proper argument back and forth because she, like me, is a massive people pleaser. And if she's anything like me, I feel guilty when I'm sick. And I think she does a little bit as well, even though it's a normal part of life. And so I was expecting to fully have beef and like have to forcibly lock her inside her house not to come to work. But she accepted her fate. She was like, I'm so sorry, but also thank you. I'm dying. So now I feel really bad for her because <laughs> she's really sick, obviously. And D, if you're listening, orange juice, bone broth, bed rest, bestie. Okay. Get well soon. All right, let's get into this episode. This all came together because our very good friend of the show, Georgia Grace, aka G-Spot on Instagram, posted about an article she wrote on all the different pleasure hotspots. And both Dean and I knew the major ones, you know, like we're talking about the G-Spot. We've spoken about the P-Spot before, but apparently there are two hotspots called the A-Spot and the C-Spot. Can you actually believe? Because we didn't know this either. And obviously, G Spot, aka Georgia Grace, is the perfect person to talk to. Now, look, we've said it before and we'll say it again. We're learning with you all the time on this podcast. We're not experts. Like, there's so much stuff that we don't know, like this. So let's dive in and find out together where these pleasure points are and how to stimulate them. And also, heads up to the dudes listening while we're focusing on people with vulvas for a few of these spots, We've got you covered, so make sure you tune in the whole way through. Okay, so we're going to go through a sort of alphabet of hotspots of pleasure that have specific locations in the body. But before we do, let's get a refresher on erogenous zones in general. If you don't know what that means... Here's Georgia.
0: An erogenous zone is any part of the human body that when touched or stimulated, uh, someone will respond with sexual arousal. So we have a few common pleasure spots like within the genitals, um, nipples, but then there can also be some really surprising erogenous zones for people that they may not think about. Like, I mean, the neck is pretty common, ears are really common. Um, The back can feel like an erogenous zone. You know, I've heard a lot of people having back orgasms and as well as uh, like in between the legs. But there really are no
1: rules or limits to how many places in or around our bodies that we get turned on by.
0: I actually do think that any part of the body can feel like an erogenous zone with the desired stimulation and within the right context, like say, for example, you're in a room with someone you've got a crush on and even them just being around you or hovering a hand over a waist, it can feel like so arousing um, and such a turn on. So yeah, whilst there are different um, erogenous zones in, in every body, um, I think that context and, and stimulation also play a huge role in how um, much we enjoy them.
1: I mean, this makes complete sense to me. Like, if I had to take a stab at it, I reckon one of my erogenous zones is my feet. So combining George's experience with this and my knowledge of my body, I, like, fully melt when I get a foot massage. And if in context let's say someone I was into was rubbing them, there's a bit of oil going on, the lights are down low, maybe we're playing some chill music, I fully believe I'd be getting turned on. So don't forget to explore your own and other bodies in their like full entirety because, as we said, Roger zones, they can be anywhere. But of course, we're going to get into specifics in this episode. And I think we should start with the G spot, the most common or well-known spot But even though most of us are in agreement that this is a thing, there are still a lot of people who think it's a myth.
0: I think where this myth idea comes from is that a a lot of people with vulvas need more than just G-spot stimulation in order to climax. Also, it's not accurate calling it a spot. Because it's not this button that you press, and then you just like climax everywhere. So that can be what people are referring to when they say, "Oh, is it a myth?" However, having have I have a G spot, um, but also having spoken with many many people with vulvas, um who have experienced orgasm from stimulating this area.
1: You might have caught G saying there that it's actually not a spot. What exactly does she mean by this, though?
0: The G-spot is part of the clitoral network, so that's also why, I mean, calling it a spot doesn't necessarily speak to how big this area is.
1: Okay, so where is this area? How do we find it?
0: So the way that you would find it is you insert your fingers into either your body or someone else's and have your fingers... facing the front wall of your body. So like up towards your belly button. And it's usually about like um, two thirds of a finger internally. And then if you were to kind of hook your finger around, you will feel this sort of rough and ridgy area, kind of like the roof of your mouth. So if everyone gets their tongue and rubs their tongue on like the roof of their mouth, that kind of feels like the G-spot. But then when it's more aroused, it kind of feels like the side of your cheek. It sort of, yeah, engorges and, and feels softer and it's also more pleasurable to touch.
1: Georgia also has another tip on how you might know you're stimulating that area in the right way as well
0: where you wee from, so your urethra, that's a tube that it's got erectile tissue all around it. So the more aroused you are, that kind of protrudes from or into the vaginal wall. And that's why it kind of becomes a little bit more soft and spongy. So
1: like she said before, the G spot is part of a whole network. And if you're thinking what I'm thinking, maybe you're wondering, Is the G-spot an area you can stimulate to have like a full vaginal orgasm? Is this where this can happen? Well, as you know, or maybe you don't, it's pretty rare for people with vulvas to reach climax just through penetration. And the data on this kind of varies. One study says 18.4% of women said that they orgasmed through penetrative intercourse, while another said it's as little as 4%. But the conclusion kind of remains the same here. Very few women orgasm through penetration alone. And we asked G this, and she said, yes, the G spot actually can be an area. Where you get a full vaginal orgasm
0: because the g-spot the g area the g zone the g crest is in the vagina yes that could be one kind of vaginal orgasm i'm sure we'll get into the others but and this is also an area that um a lot of people stimulate so that they can squirt so for anyone who is wanting to squirt they may use that come here motion or they may use a like a like a g-spot toy because it, it's kind of easier to get a a toy that has, um, you can put a bit of pressure on it. But there's also two, I would say there's two different types of squirters. So there's the squirter who will just squirt anytime that they're experiencing like arousal or they, you, you know, they're really turned on, but then there's the type of squirter who needs a very specific type of stimulation in order to do it. So that's, yeah, like I think some people will be really familiar with this. They'll be like, I don't know why I squirt every time, but my body just squirts.
1: Okay. Incredible. Hot. I love it. Let's talk technique though. Let's say you found the G-spot. How do you stimulate it to get it all engorged and feeling good?
0: A lot of people really enjoy um, like the come here motion. So that sort of moving your fingers as if you were kind of beckoning someone close towards you. Um, Some people like tapping, some people like moving their fingers in and out, sort of penetrating across it. Um, Others may use something like a vibrator or a G-spot toy um, to stimulate this area. But yeah, it is it's not a spot and um, some people want really direct stimulation of it and others are just happy if it it kind of moves across that area.
1: Okay, I'm loving all these techniques, but if we're thinking about penetration, whether that's with a partner with a penis or a dildo or a toy, what would be some good positions to move your body and help hit the G-spot outside of using fingers?
0: Yeah, so this is also kind of dependent on the individual because – like everyone's length of vagina is really different, um, but also that like the shape of our pelvis is different. So um, some people love having sex on their um, stomach. So that might mean that like someone is um, penetrating them from behind, Um, but others might want to be on their back so that they can really get good access to and like back legs up um, so that fingers or a penis or a strap on or a dildo can get access to the G-spot. but then also some people want to be like more sort of straddling. Um, so whether you're you're like on your knees and masturbating or whether you're straddling someone else, like it's I think that really what you would need to do is even try, Uh, accessing this area through masturbation to see what feels easiest for you but then ultimately it's like a bit of trial and error when it comes to sex because yeah I think every everybody is different so what works for one person may not necessarily work for the next.
1: Georgia talked about the clitoral network just before, which, by the way, to me, sounds like some kind of amazing feminist Barbie TV network. I don't know why. Anyway, yeah, it's actually everything that's going on down there if you do have a vulva. But I want to zero in on the C spot now, which is the clit. Honestly, it's not my go-to name for this hotspot, but for a lot of people, it is. So let's get G's explanation on what exactly is the clitoris.
0: The clitoris or the external glands of the clitoris are what um, we often know as that kind of bean-like structure on the outside of the vulva, it's like you can most easily access it. So if you're looking at the labia, which is the the outer labia, which is where pubic hair can grow on, and then the inner labia, it's kind of where sort of like at the top of where those sort of, yeah, the labia meet. And for the majority of people with vulvas, they will need some form of clitoral stimulation in order to climax.
1: But what goes on underneath the surface of the clit is where things get really interesting.
0: The clitoris is actually a lot larger than that bean-like structure that's really just the tip of the iceberg and it kind of goes um there's a shaft that goes into the body and then it like wraps around the urethra and the vagina and it has these two legs and and, um two bulbs and this whole structure when you're aroused it will um because it's full of erectile tissue, it will engorge, it will get bigger. And it's actually really interesting at the peak of orgasm. If you have your fingers inside someone, you can kind of feel this contraction. And yeah, like it, it, it's like the clitoris is just ginormous. It's huge.
1: So again, it's kind of funny and a bit derivative to just think of it as a spot because what's under the hood, so to speak, is so much bigger than we think. Hello, clitoral network, like we were saying before. And I think this is where people maybe go wrong. Like they're just working on it and stimulating these specific spots and not doing a whole range of things like together. We asked G, what can you do to try and pleasure a person with a clit? And she said, first step is to just take your time.
0: The more aroused you are, the better it feels. So I always recommend people taking a lot of time, like taking time kissing or um stimulating the neck or sucking nipples and then and then going down over the stomach and spending time um in between the legs on the inner thighs even like around the um outer labia like if you're um, giving oral or touching like awakening sensation on the labia before you go directly to the clitoris I, I have conversations with my clients about this all the time that when someone goes directly to the clit it, not always but it can feel it I mean it may not feel that great it can feel a little bit intense especially if you're not aroused and it also just feels better the more aroused you are so taking time to build arousal Teasing and maybe that's like hovering with over using your breath or like um gently using a tongue over like moving all the way up from the inner labia up to the clitoris.
1: Next up, you want to try out some different movements.
0: A lot of people really enjoy like circles, so it moving in a clockwise or anti-clockwise direction, up and down. Um, but then Also, I think like taking time away from the external glands of the clitoris and and moving back. And then also you might, if you are using your tongue, moving from around like the vaginal opening up towards the external glands of the clitoris um, is really popular. But then also thinking about what you're doing with your tongue. So you might be using like the flat part of your tongue or you might be using the pointy part of your tongue to get more directional.
1: Make sure whatever you do, It is slippery as hell.
0: If you're using your fingers, lots and lots of lube. If you're using toys, lots and lots of lube. If you're using tongue, making sure your tongue is lubricated enough because it just feels better.
1: Oh, also there are so many toys on the market right now for c spotting.
0: We in recent years have seen like amazing technology come out that uses both air and or suction or vibration to stimulate the clit and I, I think that this is really revolutionary and pioneering for lots of people with clits because it can feel like someone's going down on you it feels like oral and they are yeah they I to a lot of people they have have been the first time that a lot of people have climaxed so yeah it's technology that's kind of changing the way we experience pleasure in our bodies but then someone might also just want like a palm vibe or a bullet can be great or a wand um most toys are pretty versatile with clit stimulation because they a lot of toys are designed to stimulate vulvas so you know you can really use anything um that that uh, feels best for your body. And, and some people really love that feeling of air and others really love the feeling of vibration.
1: Don't forget, this isn't gospel. It's different for everybody. And there are countless ways that you can get someone off via the clit, but it's a great starting point. And like we were talking about before with vaginal orgasms, it's kind of rare, but with the clit, this is the hot spot where most people will climax, statistically speaking. But also don't stress if the C spot isn't for you
0: if someone's listening and they're thinking, oh my God, like I find clitoral stimulation way too intense. I don't enjoy it. I prefer vaginal orgasms or vaginal stimulation. You're normal. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, everybody is different. Um, But then also what some people will do is they will want internal stimulation at the same time as external stimulation and and having both or more than one uh, erogenous zone or pleasure zone stimulated at the same time can help them experience an orgasm as well.
1: Okay, let's move on to the A spot. At first, Dee and I were like, is it the anus? Surely it's the anus. But no, this is a brand new discovery for both of us. So here's G to explain.
0: The A spot is also located in the vagina, but it's further up towards the cervix. So it's called the A spot because it's on the anterior fornix, so the front side of the body. So what does it feel like? This orgasm can feel more like an internal or like organs orgasming kind of feeling Um, and that might someone may experience that if they are being penetrated more deeply so that might be again through a penis a dildo a strap-on and hitting that spot that sort of feels further in towards their body still like on the front side up near the belly button yeah yeah with the that direct stimulation can result in orgasm
1: all right i have to say the organ orgasm I don't know. It sounds so intense. I don't think I've personally ever felt this. I don't know if any of my friends have either, but I'm kind of keen to try. When we were talking about the G spot, you know, G before said that it's sort of two thirds down a finger to find it. But here's my question. With the A spot, can you find it or reach it with a finger or is it too deep up there? Well, G said that it really does depend on your own body and the digits that you're using. Like you might have shorter fingers or maybe your partner has Or your own vaginal canal might be a little bit longer. Actually... That reminds me, I had a friend who got an IUD uh, put in like a couple of years ago, and she's really short, like she's petite. She's like five foot three or something. And she told us after that the doctor commented, You have a really long vagina or something. And it was so funny. And it was just interesting because, yeah, internally it might be different for everyone. But yeah, G did have some advice um, for anyone who's keen to try and feel it out with their fingers.
0: For anyone who's interested in feeling for it, is again, like getting your hands, um, inserting them as if you were to sort of have your uh, fingertips facing the front side of your body and or, or their body if you're fingering someone else and um, inserting it as far as you can. You may feel something that feels like a little bit like a tongue and that could be the cervix so um this if you feel it moving around don't worry it's not nothing's going to fall out like i i had freaked out once before i knew anatomy and b- because it is like the tongue like our tongue moves around but it's not falling out so the cervix won't fall out so you'll be fine but when when you're there you may be close to the a spot but yeah as we've said so many times now like it isn't a spot it's not like the size of a sesame seed It's not like you need to be really, you know, particular with finding this magical button, but just feeling for any areas or any zones that feel pleasurable and good for you.
1: So what are some of the techniques or positions to help stimulate the A spot? G says that you do need to think about kind of your own favourite things, but here are a few things to try.
0: Even being on like your hands and knees might help you access this area more. So if you're being penetrated by someone, but again, that might feel too intense for someone else. If you're exploring it uh, with a toy on your own, I would say like lying down can often really help you get in in a good position. But also some people like sitting up might be slightly harder to get it into your pelvis. So yeah, even if you were on your all fours and you were to insert it on your own, like that might also help if you're using like a a dildo. But yeah, again, it, it is one of those things that it really depends on the size of the vaginal canal, the, you know, your your pelvis and what feels comfortable and pleasurable for you. If you enjoy sex from behind, so like more of the spooning sex position, what you might want to do is insert the the penis or the dildo or the strap on whilst you're like sort of on your back and then turning over to be on your side because that it can also be kind of hard to insert something into a vagina if your legs are closed. So, yeah, exploring, playing, using stimulation externally, if that feels good for you at the same time too, because often the more aroused we are, the more pleasurable it'll feel inside.
1: Finally, we are up to the P-spot, which is so funny because actually Dee and I did an episode on this last year. It's called A Finger in the Bum Can Make You Come." Great. Definitely go and listen to it. But yeah, during that, Dee wanted to call it the P-spot. And I was like, no, it feels wrong. Like, I don't know. It just kind of reminds me of pee like urine. But it turns out this is actually the correct way of describing it. So I formally apologize to everyone listening. Right. So let's get the definition. What exactly is the pee spot?
0: So someone who has a penis, you can access it through the anus. So you're going internally into the anus, into the rectum. And this is the prostate. So, the prostate is inside of the body of anyone with a penis. And when stimulating this, it can give them an orgasm that they may not even have an erection. They may not even ejaculate, but they can have more of this sort of internal orgasm.
1: And let me tell you, I can't stress this enough. This orgasm can be life changing for anyone with a penis to experience. We spoke to so many guys about this, and apparently it's like, Earth shatteringly good, but unfortunately, as you can imagine, and you might full well know, there are so many things stopping guys from exploring this area.
0: Homophobia, um, in thinking that if they enjoy anal, then it says something about their sexuality, and obviously, like that is a homophobic thought to to um, have shame or to shame someone for enjoying stimulation of a part of the body. Um, But it could also be um, because it's through the bum. And I think a lot of people didn't get information about anal sex and think that they're going to shit themselves. But there's a lot you can do to prep for anal that you know you're not sticking your fingers or a toy or a penis directly into poo so it's not how the rectum works um and yeah maybe even it's it's like a fear of the unknown but um yeah it can lead to really intense and powerful and pleasurable orgasms for people with penises.
1: I also want to add sometimes women or people with vulvas have some internalised shit going on too, where they don't want to explore that with a partner. Like, I feel like I've heard girls just be like, no, it's kind of like dirty or like gross or like emasculating or whatever it is. But if you are keen and willing to look past all of that and you're keen to get this P spot orgasm going... How do you find the prostate?
0: The way that you would find it is, say, if you're using your fingers or a prostate toy, let's just use the example of someone lying on their back. Um, you, I would recommend, again, taking time to build arousal in the body, like working with externally um, an anal massage um, and getting the person really, really aroused or getting yourself really, really aroused. And then you would insert your fingers again, front, like up towards the belly button. Yeah. Yeah, and it depends on their their body, so it will be different for everyone, but it, it'll be maybe slightly further in, so maybe like over two-thirds of a finger. And it feels like a stone fruit, so like a soft, like a, a peach or a plum
1: and again stimulating it is really similar to the g spot
0: the come here motion um tapping uh penetrating so moving in and out across it um some people will just like pressure so that's that's what you might use a butt plug or you know not having any movement on on the prostate and then others would like will like the feeling and this is maybe going into more sort of rectum the whole sort of anal Stimulation, but at the peak of orgasm, some people like either like the feeling of having something inserted further into them, and then uh, some people like the feeling of having uh, like beads or a plug being removed at the peak of orgasm. So it would just be you know trialing and testing to see what works best for you.
1: So if you are keen to try this and you're a little bit worried about being clean, that's fair enough. Here's G's advice:
0: you could keep it really really simple. Have a shower before get your finger and just sort of do either externally or internally, do a little wipe around. Some people will get something like a baby wipe. Um, then others might might opt for more of a lifestyle around it and they'll eat a high-fibre fi- diet. They'll make sure that they um, empty their bowels before they have any kind of anal sex or they they plan their anal sex for when their bowels are empty but then others might do get something like a douche which is essentially like a silicon sort of I mean they can be in all different materials but it's like this little pouch or, or pocket that you can put water in and it will have this spout on it um, and what you'll do is you'll get some uh, water like definitely not hot water but warm or, or cold um put a little bit of lube around the spout and then you would just do a few squeezes into the rectum um you could okay. swivel it around or do anything you need and then just sort of release that either into the shower or the toilet and you're good to go um I think like one thing to note is that that can stimulate the bowels sometimes so if you haven't already gone to the toilet, um, maybe just wait a you know a few moment half an hour or so after just to be clear but you know really like, a shower and a finger can be can feel good enough for some, but others really like to go, you know, the extra mile and, and douche.
1: And again, don't forget to use lube, of course, because the anus does not self lubricate. Ah, I loved this episode so much. It's just one of those resources that I hope is really helpful to everyone listening. Send it to your mates, whoever you want. And if you are keen, give us a rating as well. Give us some stars wherever you're listening. Also, hit us up on Instagram, at Triple J The Hookup. We are here to read your DMs, take your advice um, and suggestions for any episodes, anything that you want to hear, any guests that you want us uh, to get on, get around it. All right.